Hello, everyone, and welcome to this conversation today, answering some of the most frequently asked questions and talking points when it comes to microbes in the petroleum industry. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you again so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Today, we're calling this conversation Microbes at Work Live. Now, joining me today are three expert guests from JGL Solutions. First, we have Mike Rhodes, Gulf Coast Area Manager. Mike Rhodes, thanks for being here. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're also joined by Mike Geeson, Kansas Area Manager. We got the two Mikes. Mike Geeson, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And breaking the string of Mikes, we have Bill Lance, the CEO of JGL Solutions. Bill, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you. Absolutely. So guys, let's start off with what sounds like a basic question, but it's also, I think, a really important question. And that is, why microbes? Bill, uh, kick us off. Why microbes? Why is this an important topic to talk about? You know, microbes... <sighs> still are kind of new to the industry, even though we've been around a while and uh, more people are understanding the ability uh, that we have using the microbes in many different areas in the oil field. And, uh, and uh, it's, we think just the best uh, option over what they currently have, which is basically chemicals and mechanical means to solve their problems. So I think a, a, a good follow-up question for that is, what's the difference between using microbes and, and not using them? What types of effects can people see out in the field? Yeah, you know, there's obviously the sustainability side of it. All of our stuff's, you know, uh, not harmful to the environment, not toxic, not harmful to humans or animals. You can spill it in a river on the ground. It's completely safe. So you take that whole environmental sustainability side and it's a big big plus but they actually work better than conventional methods because a lot of times chemicals they're using uh, trying to mimic what nature does with with different uh, produced chemicals naturally produced and they're trying to go in and synthetically copy those and then market those individually and the microbes that we have produce all of those we have several strains, many strains that produce many different type chemicals, enzymes, things like that, that are all naturally occurring. They do it in situ and it's, uh, it's just a lot more effective that way. Mike and Mike, any uh, follow-ups to, uh, to what you heard from Bill? I mean, I think that, uh, you know, one of the things is, is that, uh, you know, our microbial programs are, uh, you know, in most cases, less expensive and are a lot more beneficial, you know, when doing our treatments, what they get. So Mike Rhodes, yeah. how do you go? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we, uh, it's a batch treatment uh, versus chemical pumps and having to maintain the pumps. And we do a batch treatment um, and operators and most oil companies like that, less to maintain. So, Bill, how do you go about discussing how microbes work and the benefits with potential clients in a way that, that kind of lays it all out there for them, but doesn't get too technical or in the weeds? How, how do you talk to clients about this sort of thing? Yeah, you know, it's mostly addressing the problems that you have in the oil field. And for instance, paraffin, that's one, you know, uh, currently there's paraffin solvents that try to dilute it, dilute paraffin, you know, keep it stay in oil. Paraffin's just a waxy buildup that plugs oil wells. The microbes actually go in and change the paraffin to oil. So it's uh, changed its whole structure. It doesn't, you don't see it back again in the tanks because it's now oil, not paraffin. That's one of the ways. Uh, 
a lot of their byproducts are very beneficial while they're doing that. Uh, even like for scale, you know, we're breaking down scales while also chelating and we're tying them up, not allowing scale to form. Chemicals use scale inhibitors that, that are doing that very thing. Well, the microbes do the same thing, but they also produce byproducts that break down existing scale all in the same same uh, at the same time it's a biological process with many things going on and it's just more efficient than having to use separate chemicals for everything and and uh, you know things like that so mike geeson can you share some examples from you know customers who have made the switch over to you what uh, what sorts of benefits are they seeing and what kinds of reactions do you get and what's the feedback well you know i'll give you for instance uh at an area where uh they were hot oiling a well once every uh, six days, uh, which uh, is uh, quite an expense, you know, basically 61 times a year. And uh, we uh, began our treatments and were able to take it to uh, once every uh, four to six months, which was a huge savings. Uh, just on one well, it was basically like $35,000, depending on how many you had that were uh, relatively like that, you could uh, save quite a large amount of money. Mike Rhodes, what about you? Uh, what have you heard from from customers who've made the switch and used JGL solutions? What kind of feedback do you get from them? Man, my extents, I'm sorry, my extents with customers, I mean, none of the customers I speak to have used them. So my experience, you know, with customers, I don't, I don't have that experience, I guess I would say. Sure. So, Bill, when, when the first customers first started using JGL Solutions, what, what impact did they see um, in, in their operations and, and that sort of thing? Get, kind of give us some details there uh, back when you first saw customers switching over to, uh, to JGL Solutions. Right. You know, a lot of things we targeted were saltwater disposals and water floods. We did producers as well, but we were really focusing on the, uh, those two things. And water floods, for instance... Uh, you know, water quality was a big deal. We went in and uh, cleaned the water up, if you will. You know, and chemicals do that, but they, most of theirs are designed to drop solids in the tanks. Ours actually remove solids. So not only do they, they improve water quality, they don't leave big mess in the tanks and in the flow lines and injection lines. And uh, it's, it, it makes a, it's a big difference. So when we come in after a... Uh, chemical company's been on it a few years. It's a big mess to clean up. Microbes, once they get it clean, it stays clean. So that's mm -hmm. one of the things they noticed. You know, there's also some tax credits. I don't may want to get into later, but there's some benefits using the microbes in water floods and you get, you get some tax credits to do it. So uh, another thing they do and the MAR side of that is just that we go out in the reservoir and release residual oil which on average is about a 15% positive response over on the produced side. So a lot of, uh, a lot of positives there on that water flood side and, and um, you know, to use chemicals to do all that would be many, many times uh, more expensive than what we do. And I don't think is efficient. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned those tax credits and, and tax exemptions. Uh, that, that's another part that, that we wanted to discuss here on the broadcast today. Uh, Bill, how do customers start the process of getting those tax exemptions and tax credits? Kind of talk us through that process. 
Yeah, you know, states states are different. There's some states that are a lot more liberal with it and some that aren't. You know, uh, Texas is one that we've done a lot of water floods in. Everyone we've done has got approved, but, uh, you know, there's an approval process. You, you file a form with the Railroad Commission. They approve the process, and then they're waiting to see response. They don't automatically give it to you. You have to see a positive response on the produce side. They give you five years to see a response from when you start the process. Once you see the response, you file another form and then they, they kind of give you the start date of when the, the response started and they'll give you the tax credit from then going forward for 10 years as long as you stay on the program. So it's a substantial amount. They'll give you 50% credit on all that will produce, not just incremental. I bring that up because most operators are used to an incremental uh, tax credit that you get on these older floods. It has to do with the rule back in 1990, but the, when you use a tertiary, our tertiary system, it applies to the old and new systems. And so you get it on either one. So it's substantial. It's 50% of the Severance tax, Texas is uh, 4.6, so it's 2.3% of all the oil produced in that field, you know, for 10 years. So it's it's definitely significant. That's one. You know, there's others. Uh, I think Mississippi, you just get the full severance tax credit, and all you have to do is use the microbes in the injection system. Kansas, we just uh, pioneered the first uh, tax credit applied that I know of for microbes and was approved. It was just the timing of it was bad because there's a veto power by the head tax guy and he, he vetoed it due to oil prices back when we got hit a few years back. By the time we, we proved that thing out, they got a significant response and uh, it, it got approved, but we didn't get the tax credit yet because he's got the veto going, but it's in place and they approved it and they approved the technology. So it's a matter of time, especially the oil prices where they are. I think the company that we're still working for in that water flood is, is probably going to reapply or, or petition to get that veto removed. But, uh, you know, there's some, you know, the other ones are not so good, but, uh, you know, you just got to check each state and see what they have. Mike Geeson, that's that's right there in your back backyard, right? Uh, being the Kansas area manager, uh, do you have anything to add to to what Bill was talking about there, just as far as tax exemptions and tax credits go? Oh, uh, you know, uh, I just know that the the uh, actual program that we were doing for that uh, producer, uh, we've seen some uh, very uh, uh, positive results. That uh, you know. Uh, it has given us the opportunity that we're here. We are still four years later, still treating for them. Yeah, Mike, you said producer. You meant water flood. Yeah, water flood. I'm sorry. Yeah, won't you tell what the uh, what's happened in that water flood? A little history on it, because of uh, that was some pretty bad water there, wasn't it? Oh yeah, there was a lot of iron sulfide and just scale build up along with paraffin and different things. You know, uh, they saved on, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, pump repairs on their triplex pumps just because of the amount of solids that we were removing out of the water. 
as well as uh, cleaning up their injection lines and their injection wells. They seen substantial uh, pressure decreases and were able to increase their, their injection uh, uh, water and uh, just not near as many uh, flow line leaks or flow lines plugging because of the amount that uh, we were able to clean up for them. You know, in one case, uh, you know, they had uh, about a 30, most time a 30% uh, plugging or more. And uh, we, on a four inch line, and we took it down to just where there was just a film when they did finally actually had to uh, cut it open. So some, seen some really good results what we were doing. So guys, do you treat every oil field application? Can you kind of talk us through that as well? Go ahead, Mike. Well, we can uh, treat for uh, just about anything uh, and then some of what uh, chemicals can do uh, and be more beneficial overall. Um, we have, uh, you know, special blends that we can uh, utilize to treat, you know, with and uh, where chemicals, you know, they have to uh, use a different chemical for every different issue that they find. So, and with that comes a, a substantial cost, while ours is just uh, gonna be the same regardless of what we do because of our blends. Yeah, and, and there's probably, we're a little limited on the really high volume applications like you see offshore. I know Mike's expertise is in that. You know, we've we've got him here sitting here with us and doesn't have a lot of experience uh, with us yet, but he does have a lot of experience with chemicals, so he knows kind of what they do. And um, and now he's seeing what the microbes do, and I think it's surprising him a little bit on what we're able to do. So I don't know, Mike, you might want to might want to speak to that a little bit. Uh, just what you've, the little bit you've been here, you've seen. Yeah, um, microbes, um, they're, uh, they're moving and going against the flow and, and getting in crevices that where chemical can't get into. Um, we're seeing them uh, reduce uh, TPH, benzene. Um, chemicals can't do that. Um, and they're... Uh, they're moving and growing and multiplying and uh, reducing some toxic levels. So guys, what is the value of having a lab and what are some of the lab tests that you regularly perform? Can you kind of uh, talk us through that a little bit and tell us a little bit more about that value of being able to perform tests on a regular basis? Yeah, you know, we, we have our own lab. We, we do a lot of water analysis. It's important when we go to a system to check the hostility, if you will, the environment we're getting in. Some are harsher than others to us. I've yet to be in one that we can't sustain our colonies in, but it, but we do need to be able to test that and determine that it's a good environment, you know, and does kind of make a difference on amount of uh, microbe uh, that we use on that system and the frequency which we apply them. That's part of the formula. There is a formula using our microbes and it's uh, has to do with the retention time. It has to do with that environment. Um, you know, what we're trying to do is get enough microbes in there often enough to maintain about a million cells per milliliter of fluid at all times. So there is some testing that, that we need to be able to, you know, to, to monitor. Uh, we also, it's, it's typical water analysis. You see 
chemical companies use. You know, we're, we're testing the type of scales that are likely to form, how corrosive the water is, uh, how, you know, much chlorine's in it, you know, things like that. Uh, we, on our injection systems, water floods disposals, we use uh, millipore filtration analysis, uh, using a very small micron filter to make sure we catch all the solids going down hole. And by doing that, you can identify them and see what's exactly going there. You can even target, you know, microbes if things change. You can you can target that particular solid that we're trying to address. So it is important to have them, you know, and you get trends that you can follow along. We get reports to our customers and kind of document what we already know is happening, but, you know, you can see it as time goes on. You know, with the microbes, we're a long-term solution. You know, they're, they're not the fastest thing, but they're very efficient. So, you know, over time, you're going to see these things. If you can document with tests and show a cleaning or uh, improvement as you go along, it, it goes a long ways with customers. So, Bill, do you have a fancy white lab coat that you wear in the lab and, and that sort of thing as well? Yeah, it's, it's got a little dirty. It's not white anymore, but I have one. <laughs> that's that's what happens over the years, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if 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 it's doing its job, it's uh, it's probably not as white as it used to be. That's so, right. um, <laughs> so guys, there's been a lot of discussion uh, over the last uh, several months uh, about the current cost of oil and gas prices, right? Can you use some of your expertise and knowledge in the marketplace to provide some context around what we're seeing as far as oil and gas prices right now, uh, specifically in the United States, but around the world? I'm sure that there are a lot of factors here at play. Yeah, you know, the obviously the last year has been quite the struggle, you know, for every operator, especially service companies, of which we are one. Um, you know, besides the oil prices going down, you know, customers, you have no access to them because of this virus we've had. So, you know, we're, you know, got to get in front of people to tell them what we were able to do and that we haven't been able to do that. So, with the oil prices, I mean, operators literally shutting their fields in. Obviously, you're not you're not applying microbes if the field is shut in. So your revenue takes a hit. You know, I guess the good thing is the oil prices have come up. You know, doors have opened. We're able to get in now. Uh, the fear of the virus has went away. Uh, it's pretty much. And so we're able to get in and see people, tell them what, we've, what we're doing and and we're already uh, seeing some growth this year. And uh, that's good. That's good to see. Uh, seems like uh, I don't see, I, I hear, you know, oil's going to $100 a barrel. Uh, myself, I would rather not go that high. But, uh, I, you know, if it would stay where it is right now, I think we'd all be happy. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Mike and Mike, any uh, any follow up to uh, to Bill's comments there, just on on what you've seen from the marketplace as far as uh, oil and gas prices? No, I mean reality of it is is you know thankful that they're you know we're getting some higher prices. I mean, for one, uh, what a lot of people don't realize is you know they've got lease operating expenses, you know, uh, lifting costs, so to speak, that they have to. Uh, get so much just to be able to break even. And what this does is it opens the door for everybody uh, as far as being able to, you know, keep maintain their wells, even do exploration and continuing the process. 
um, you know, a lot of people don't understand that, uh, you know, uh, it's not just the effect of vendors such as JGL Solution and others that this affects, uh, you know, it's even the tourist, uh, uh, like out in Red River, for instance, uh, you know, they get a lot of vacation people from people that work in the oil field. So when the prices are lower, it affects a lot of people. So at this point, it's not only helping JGL, but it's also helping a lot of others to, uh, you know, get back to where they need to be. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one of the other things that we wanted to discuss here today was sustainability, right? And that being a big part of, of what JGL is, JGL is all about. And it's something that we've touched on uh, at this point. But Bill, tell us uh, a little bit more about the importance for JGL to create sustainable solutions for this marketplace. Yeah, you know, it just seems like uh, government, states, local are more aware of environmental issues and toxicities of you know different chemicals and just the oil field in general and so they're they're looking harder at that you know and that's one of obviously our advantage because all our stuff is completely safe harmless but it also takes away harm or harmful uh, toxins like tph total petroleum hydrocarbons you know state of texas want those below ten thousand parts per million and uh, we're well able to get it below that um, easily. And BTEX is another one, not just in the oil field, but that particular group of contaminants is something that's monitored by the federal government as well. And, and that one where that whole group are easily able to break down below the required limits. So whether you have a, you know, oil spill around a well, or maybe in a dike around a tank batteries, any, you know, where you get oil spills in the, in um, the oil field, you know, we're able to go in and help get those to the levels that we need. Mike Geeson, I wanted to ask you about uh, being a previous customer of JGL before you, uh, you became an employee. So when you were serving as the field superintendent, what microbe treatments were you using and how were they applied? Kind of give us a, a little bit more from, from the other side, uh, from the client side of things. Okay. Well, you know, Bill approached us about uh, treating our saltwater disposals uh, down there in Southeast Kansas for the company that I work for. And, uh, you know, it mentioned that we would be able to uh, eliminate uh, our chemicals that we were using. So it'd be a savings there of, uh, you know, both, you know, on the corrosion and scale side. Plus, uh, we'd be able to help uh, uh, minimizing the solids in the water and uh, helping with, uh, uh, skim oil to where we would be able to uh, actually uh, skim it over and keep it versus just letting it go uh, down the well and uh, minimizing uh, acid jobs that we were having to do on a regular basis. So, you know, initially they came in, we started treating in the suction tanks there at the, at the sites, cleaning them up which uh, helped minimize the amount of times our guys were having to uh, clean their filters and check them on a daily basis, which actually uh, gave them more opportunity just to go out and look for uh, gas because we had uh, a lot of uh, coal bed methane wells that uh, they were taking care of. So they were able to focus on their job, not just focus on taking care of the saltwater disposal. It just made life uh, so much easier because of what the microbes did overall. 
Fantastic, fantastic stuff. So, guys, as we begin to wrap up our conversation today, I, I wanted to get any closing thoughts that, that any of you had. Anything that you want to leave people with that you want them to know about JGL Solutions? Bill, let me kick things over to you first. Um, what do you want to leave people with here today after uh, after uh, viewing this uh, this live discussion? Yeah, just that uh, for one, you know, there's a lot of uh, misconception about microbes. A lot of people don't understand, you know, even in the oil field and you know, we, we do PowerPoint presentations, technical one that isn't that long, 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, we'd be glad to do that for any of anybody that's interested in seeing more about what we do and understanding how our microbes work. I find that when we're, we're able to get in front of some engineers and executives and field uh, with that knowledge, it, it helps them uh you know, get rid of a lot of myths that are out there and, and misinformation and makes them understand the application and and not uh, where they're not afraid of it, where they're excited to try it. So something they could look forward to with us and just give us contact us and we can set up a time and set one of those up for you. Mike Rhodes, any final thoughts here today? Anything you want to leave people with uh, about JGL or anything else? Yeah, um, you know, the companies out there, uh, give microbes a chance. Uh, I heard JGL Solutions. I'm new here, but uh, they base their company, uh, you know, with customers giving them the uh, the worst well or the worst salt water disposal. And that's how JGL approves themselves. They can clean it up, um, you know, with some patience. And uh, they can get the job done. And uh, environmental uh, friendly and not a toxic chemical. Uh, hazardous to people or the environment. So it's a, it's a good positive thing. And Mike Geeson, bring us home, uh, put a bow on this one for us. Give us any final thoughts you have. Well, you know, I think uh, the one thing about uh, microbes is, is I think uh, we're out to help with the longevity of the well and, and uh, get the most for the producer. And, uh, you know, our, our microbes can do that, you know, as well as, uh, you know, uh, one of the things that I think people need to keep in mind is, you know, not, not all microbe companies are the same, just like not all chemical companies are the same. You know, you can start out with company, uh, chemical company A and end up with chemical company Z before you find the one that uh, you might think will do what you, they say they'll do with their services, their prices, and just overall experiences with them. And microbes are the same way. You know, uh, more times than not, I'll hear uh, when I'll go in to talk to somebody, they'll say, well, I've tried them. They didn't work. And I was like, well, you didn't try us. You didn't try JGL Solutions. We do things different there, you know, uh, which uh, can make us, you know, superior to the other companies that you've done. And uh, they just need to keep an open mind that uh, that's the case. You know, we can just because you've tried one doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It just means that maybe they didn't have the, uh, after, uh, after the sale, uh, service, you know, or the, uh, treat, you know, the way that we do to uh, make it be successful. That's a great point. That's a great point. Bill, where can people go if they want to find more information or if they want to reach out with questions, comments, concerns, anything along those lines, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, probably go to the website, www.jglsolutions.com. A lot of information on that. And uh, I think LinkedIn, there's a lot of stuff. You can call us, 214-708-3899. Uh, any of those ways, I think they'll get 
what they're looking for. There you go. Lots of different ways to reach out and to get in touch with JGL Solutions. Website, social media, old-fashioned, giving them a phone call. Any of those will get the job done uh, for you to get more information, to get your questions answered, and to learn more about JGL Solutions and the work that they're doing with microbes. Guys, thank you so much for joining me here for this live discussion today. Mike Rhodes, Mike Geeson, and Bill Lance. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining us and sharing your expertise today. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning in as well. We appreciate it very much. Of course, make sure to get in touch with JGL Solutions if you have any questions uh, and stay tuned for more content just like this. We'll be back soon with more from JGL to continue to, uh, to give the market uh, insights and expertise in these areas. But until then, for my fantastic panel today, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us.